What's up, everybody? Yusuf Ali here. Thanks for listening to the Meldrick Moments Extended Edition podcast right here on Anchor. And if you want to start your own podcast on Anchor, it's absolutely easy and absolutely free. Let me tell you again, absolutely free. And it's so easy, you don't even need a microphone. I mean, it helps if you have a microphone, but you don't need a microphone because they have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. You don't need a booth. You don't need a studio. All you need is somewhere to sit down and be quiet and start talking. It's great. I recommend it to anybody, first-time users, professional, experienced podcasters, and anybody in between. It's absolutely the best. They have background music intro music, sound effects, kids crying, dogs barking, whatever you need, right there, anchor, use it right now, tell them I sent you, use of Ali. Why don't folks name that boy that African name? No one ain't from Cleveland. 4.24 a.m., but the studio don't close, man. It's a new game now. We ain't passing blunts no more. Jason. Ain't no passing to this left hand side. To the right hand side. No hand side. You keep your blind. You pass a blind now. Somebody likely to cuss you out. Coronavirus. Smoking by yourself. Little blunts. Smoking by yourself. Y'all hear me? everybody welcome back to another Meldrick moment extendo edition podcast this is episode number 47 i'm still your host yusuf ali coming to you live kind of you know live ish from tv table studios in beautiful eagle rock california another pillowcase production um this is the post 420 episode so we got some 420 shit um we had the dmx memorial Somebody got hit in the head with a stick. Um, it was a bunch of shit. A little bit of shit, but a bunch of shit. Let's get right on into it. Do you want 
Sam Elmo's. Um, like I said, this is fight. I mean, episode number 47. I said flight. Shout out to my skis. Um, and I just realized, above all that other shit that I said in the very top of the show, I think I skipped my anniversary episode. Um, so yeah, this is officially my and my post anniversary episode. I was just looking. I was like, wait a minute. It's 2021. It's about to be May. I know I've been doing this a year uh, by now. Sure enough, um, a trailer. I launched my trailer March 1st for the for the for the podcast. So everybody who been fucking with me since March 1st, appreciate you, man. It's now fucking April 26th, so that's fucking dope. But uh, yeah, uh, this is the first. Um, other than being my post anniversary episode. Is also the first post 420 episode. Um, last episode we was recording on, I guess you can call it 420 Eve. So we didn't know what to expect. But shit. A lot of shit happened since then. Um, on 420, number one, and you know, I don't really, it's not a political podcast, I like that uh, mainstream news podcast basically but when that motherfucker got found guilty that was great Melmo's we all we all were relieved and I'm hearing a lot of shit a lot of people saying the same type of shit like it's fucked up basically the, the people saying it's fucked up that we had to hold our breath for something so obvious like but it's almost like it wasn't so much of, you know, we was celebrating. It was just that we hope we don't get fucked over. Because we know we gonna get fucked over. So it's like, I mean, some people probably did flat out celebrate. Don't get me wrong. I'm not talking. I'm not speaking for everybody. Some people probably did uh, pop a bottle, blow an air horn, do the blow one of them things or something. But. Speaking for myself, and I probably probably most of my Melmos, I think we were just like, all right, they didn't fuck us over this time. God damn. Shit. They definitely do fuck us over. So, not this time. So, you know, it was 420, so that went with it. That was cool. So, hell yeah. But then, you know, like, Within minutes, we find out that somebody else, another cop, has shot somebody and killed somebody else. And of course, it wasn't the same situation. And so, everybody quick to point out, it wasn't the same. But the point is, a cop took another black person's life on the same day we was watching another cop go to jail for taking a black person's life. So people thought. Most, most importantly, LeBron James thought that, okay, here we go again. Another another cop on tape killing a black person. You going down. But he ain't. This one ain't going down. Um, 
they're gonna say justifiable use of force. Even if it was not, they're gonna say it because you had a knife. But um, we ain't got people saying it's overkill. She shouldn't have got shot at all. And then I've been hearing that situation could have been, you know, all these from I went out and heard from shouldn't have got shot at all to shouldn't have shot four times. Honestly, I'm somewhere in the middle. Because I want to say that if you were shot in the air, nobody would have got shot or stabbed. That's what I say. Wouldn't have been had to. I don't think would have been a lot of physicality. Because as soon as you, if you start shot a couple times in the air, bye bye. All right, goddammit. Everybody was stopping, you know, scattered. And we're no more fighting. That's my thought. But then you got the people who like, well, what about? You pull up, you got that knife, you got to shoot. So if you're in that camp, I'm saying, if I got to, if I got to, if I got to spend time in that camp, like, you know, do a sleepover with those people, I'm sleeping in the, in the camp, in the bed, in the bunk beds that say he shouldn't have shot her four times though. Maybe, maybe once. Then you got the other camp that's like, no, shouldn't have shot her at all. I've seen so many examples of uh, cops not shooting people with knives or people disarming people without guns. So, hey man, it's a lot to unpack wherever side you on, but just know that if you say that shit out loud or just be ready to argue your side, because motherfuckers gonna come at you with their side. As any other issue, but this one's just more touchy because it's black and white, cops versus blacks. Whites and blacks, all kind of shit coming to this this one, but mm, it's just it's fucked up overall. It's fucked up. It's really fucked up. So and she was in a foster home. So that that's a whole fucked up situation. Everybody in that motherfucker angry. So that was just bad. That was just a whole big, you know, melt just waiting to bust type situation. So not that somebody's gonna get killed, but like that big fight was probably brewing. All type of shit is probably all type of fuckery going on in the foster house, man. So that just go back to we can go all the way back to the big picture of pulling out and condoms and all that shit. Then you don't have to have kids that you don't want that have to end up in fucking foster homes. That's all. So I mean, that's the bottom line. I know that sounds cold as fuck, but look, if we know the police is out here killing us killing our babies specifically rest in peace Adam Toledo then stop having babies god damn fucking pull out wear rubber use a pill get the shot stop having all these babies that y'all don't want anyway you don't gotta put them up for adoption then they don't gotta or they don't gotta be in the streets or they don't got to do all the shit that they have to do just to get by because they out in the world alone because they, they fucking mama or piece of shit father didn't want them in the first place. How about that? I'm not blaming the parents. Gen- like, pointing the finger at Makai Bryant's parents or Adam Toledo's parents. I'm talking about parents in general, people who make that decision in a moment to, ha- to keep a baby that they know they can't raise. So, 
I'm mad at, I'm talking to the future parents, so we don't have any more of these, well, not, we ain't gonna have any more. I ever did again, we ain't no more babies, then one, no more. anyway, that's another conversation. What I'm saying is, if we can take anything from this, fucking step up your pullout game. Then before we won't have no more babies that need to be fostered. Or in the streets because they lack supervision. You know why? Because they will end up on somebody's stomach or back or in a napkin or at or the very least the palm of the father's hand. I know you're like, well, not, what? Yeah, and sometimes you bust out. Sometimes you pull out and you you got you just put it bust in your hand because you don't want it on her. What if you don't want it on her? What if you don't want to get it on your bed and she don't want it on her? And you ain't just who got who just got rolled of toilet paper? Well, some people do, but who just got average person just got rolls of toilet paper or napkins and shit next to the bed when they fuck it? So you just gotta put it in your hand. I don't know. Anyway. So that was the beginning of 420. And then the end of 420 was the Red Man and Method Man versus which, oh my God, 11th grade me was going crazy. Well, I was grown ass me was going crazy, but 11th grade me was besides himself. If you would have told me that, if you have told me that in 11th grade, hey man, in 30 years, whatever the fuck, how many years ago 11th grade was? 95. <coughs> <coughs> in 26 years, two of your favorite rappers of all time are going to perform together for three hours. free. All you gotta do is watch it. I'd have been like, get the fuck out of here. As a person who had ordered, at that time, a person who had ordered a Cypress Hill pay-per-view concert for $40, I'd have been like, get the fuck out of here. And I just paid $40 to see Cypress Hill? I would have waited. I would have just waited. Because if y'all give it, if you telling me in 26 years you giving me Method Man and Red Man for free, I know I'll be able to get a Cypress Hill concert for free. But anyway, that shit was amazing. They did all the hits. Um, even they did all the hits plus some. They rap Red Man rapped over other beats. Uh, Method Man rapped acapella sometimes. Fucking, they brought out everybody you can imagine. The whole Death Squad was there at some point. EPMD. Uh, Inspector Deck, RZA, Capadonna, Street Life. So, I mean, I, I have zero complaints. It was more of a show than a versus. It wasn't typical. They did. They wasn't taking turns. Sometimes Redman did two songs in a row. Sometimes When he brought out Hit Squad and everything, they did three songs in a row. I mean, so that was just... It was just amazing. Uh, anybody... I want to say a lot of, I heard a lot of people saying, oh man, if you're 35 and over, then you was having the ball. I don't even know if you was 35 and over, you was having the ball. Because 35 year olds when Method Man was popping was only, what, nine, eight, 
or some shit like that. So, I mean, I guess you could be nine or in ten and like Wu Tang and like rap. But do you come on? How, how serious is it for you? What's your early memory of rap, almost? Mine is probably ten, probably ten. But still, like, you were just rapping. You just liked the words. You wasn't feeling that shit. You just, the beat was catchy or some shit. You you didn't even know what they were talking about at 10 years old. So that's why I say, like, I don't even want to give you credit for being a rap fan until you're at least, at least 14. If you're 14, then I give you some... You should know some things about the world about what motherfucker what a what a twenty two year old might be rapping about at fourteen, but or twenty five year old or something. But if you fucking eight or nine, you don't know what the fuck is going on. So I want to say you have to be about thirty eight to to appreciate the Method Man and Red Man versus, and that's cool if you're thirty eight, man. These motherfuckers act like you ain't supposed to be thirty eight. Like you're supposed to stop at 30 or some shit. Like, well, or whatever the fuck. Man, get old. Fuck that. You got two choices. Get old or don't. Is that I, mean, I don't know what motherfuckers is tripping, man. What the fuck? You can still wear sneakers. You can still wear hoodies. You can still listen to rap. You can still play your Xbox. So what you worried about getting old for? Is you gonna get some gray hair? I'm like, what the fuck? Since your back hurts, it's gonna hurt a little bit more. And you're going to get aches and pains that you can't really explain. But other than that, what I mean, it really ain't no big deal as long as you're still getting pussy. Or having sex. Or however you have sex. That's the bottom line. So, no matter how old you is, have sex. Have sex, smoke weed. It don't matter how old you are. It's just pointless. Trivial. <clears throat> uh, what else happened on 420? Red man, Method Man, Guilty Verdict. That's about it. 420 was, it was, like I said, it was a more memorable 420. I think we're going to remember 420 to 21 a little bit. Um, any other 420, you know, as a weed holiday, I'm pretty sure you just probably was somewhere smoking a lot of weed and doing something we related that you don't necessarily remember two or three years later maybe two or three days later depending on how much you were smoking but I think we gonna remember this one yeah, this one held it down what else since we've been gone oh they had the DMX thing that's peace DMX I didn't watch that um I do remember watching a little bit of the Michael Jackson funeral. I don't remember watching none of the Prince funeral. I remember watching some of the Nipsey. But the DMX, I didn't, I didn't watch. I just saw some highlights. I mean, it was just like, you know. I don't, I don't, I don't. I'm getting over the whole watching funerals like I really don't want to go to no more it's, uh, of course, obviously it's funerals you're going to have to go to especially when you get into the age where you, you know I don't even like to talk about shit that's you know but we at that age it's reality but so so knowing that I don't need to be watching no funerals on TV man I got it you know shit is too real so I didn't see it but I did hear about I heard the little girl his one of his daughters doing 
like an original rap. So I expect her to be like I would to hear it and how steady she was going. Be like, man, that's that's slick that she reading her little rap. But then for people to say that she wasn't reading and she was she had memorized that shit. It's like well, she just going slow so she didn't forget. And they said she did three whole verses. So I mean she gonna be a real person. It's like she really gonna be a rapper. Like she gonna, you know, some people, you know, I like some people pick it up and they be better than the father. Some people, you know, oh yeah, that's you could tell they you whatever. I can't think of no prime examples right now, but okay, Lil LeBron. Little you all y'all everybody can see that Lil LeBron is going is gonna be pretty good at basketball. You, you, you know. So you just could tell. He might not be he might not end up being the best basketball player ever. But he's he should end up being pretty good at basketball. So I'm giving her that. She's gonna be pretty good at rapping. It's pretty easy to tell. It's pretty pretty easy to figure that out. So that was that was dope. If Melmos, if y'all saw it, that's dope. But um, like I said, I couldn't no. <clears throat> Oh, another thing about the 420 versus um, when Inspector Deck came out for Method with Ghost and Ray, which was a couple weeks ago, which is amazing. Got Ghostface and Ray one week and then Method Man and Ray. Anyway, so this time he came out, he had on a shirt that said Inspector Deck. So I know, because I'm pretty sure people was like, you know, the 35 year olds, like, who is that again? <laughs> and the 25 year olds is like, who is that? <laughs> so he had on his t-shirt this time. Wasn't nobody gonna, wasn't gonna be no mistakes. I like that. Oh, and uh, K Solo. I know that uh, your clothes, people wearing their clothes that fit, and you were from an era where people didn't. You know, you from the era where people wore the triple X and the four XL. I get that, but you gotta find a balance, man. Got to find a balance. Can't go from extra big to way too small. You gotta gotta find a balance. So next time, I know you was excited. You probably ain't never done a Zoom show. You ain't been out. Ain't nobody been out in a while. But you really ain't been out in a while. So just relax, you know, and find you a nice balance. Find you a middle. Oh, oh. oh. This ain't 420 related, but Brett Favre came out and said some dumb shit. And it, it was like, Brett Favre, man, like, you know what I mean? People Brett, in the hood have Brett Favre jerseys. You know what I mean? People fuck with Brett Favre. And you come out and say some dumb shit like that. And then everybody started to be reminded, like, well, he is a Wrangler endorser. And you think about people that wear Wranglers. You don't think people that like rap will love rappers because you can like rap. It's different. But I don't think they love rappers. I'll leave it like that. And then when you think about that, you don't really be mad at Brett Favre no more. And then when you think about shit, he's in the NFC South, West, Ain't nothing to do with the Browns. You don't fuck about Brett Favre. So you can say what you want to say. 
just hope no none of the Browns say no dumb shit like that with you know in ten years. So, fuck Brett Favre. Can like I say now if Drew Locke say some shit like that, we gonna be upset. Oh, my serial killer. Speaking of race, this has been a race. It's a racial ass intro, but um. Listen to the serial killer shit. And I'm not gonna lie, usually they 30, 45 minute episodes, 35, 45 minutes. I was 10, 12 minutes in before I realized they were talking about a black dude. Because they said that, you know, they started talking about the fact that the profile didn't fit. And they was looking for the typical killer and he wasn't a typical profile. I said, wait a minute. And they said, yeah, because, you know, black people don't never normally kill other black people. So he was killing white girls out wherever he, where they was at. And so they didn't know what was going on. And he was just busting nuts everywhere because this was before DNA. So he was just raping and busting nuts, killing and leaving nuts. But somebody, somebody had the wherewithal collect all that nut on some just in case shit and I'll be damned if he ain't the first person a black dude black serial killer which they say by comparison numbers prove that there's been more black serial killers than white serial killers over the years now my guess is good as yours as to why they don't promote this more and they just tell I don't know maybe black Maybe Black Jason and Black Michael Myers and all that shit don't sell as many movies. Man, racist motherfucker. Black serial killers. You can't, you got, you got, even got to be white to be evil. Anyway, so, he the first motherfucker, so, to get caught with DNA. So, a black serial killer made history from being a fucking idiot. I, well, I guess he thought, you know, shit, ain't nobody else. And then these other motherfuckers get caught busting nuts on the dead body, so I'm gonna do it too. You know, they're like, nah, we gonna, we gonna do what it takes to catch this black motherfucker. And they got him. Man. Man, ain't like that a bitch. If, wow. Even a black serial killer is getting racially, <laughs> racially discriminated. <laughs> That's fucked up. Uh, but yeah, so he made history, I guess. Uh, oh shit, how could I forget too? I was talking about DMX. Um, and you know, Black Rob, and then, then we got Shock G, who, another, like DMX, died in his 50s, which is relatively young, but for rap. For rap to die in your 50s, you might as well have been like 93. So that's good. I mean, he made it to, he was still young, still young dude, 57. I would hope, you know, 57 ain't no time to check out for most of us, but hey, that's fuck. And it's fucked up because Shock G was way more than just, you know, Humpty Hump. He did a lot of beats. He put, 
He played the piano and what's it like. And look as a little dude when on that part, it was just like the fun little part. And you see him playing the piano, you know, when you watch the video. But you don't realize that how much talent it takes. You just you know, some dude with a suit jacket on and a silly hat playing the piano. But he was a motherfucker. And he's the first person to say lyrical and miracle back to back. Everybody automatically go to lyrical miracle when they talking about lyrical rappers, right? That's the go-to. Oh, I ain't no lyrical spiritual miracle. Well, he was the first one that said lyrical miracle whip on a song. So shout out to him. And and he was one of the few rappers that admitted it, like that that was humble with his shit. He said you can tell him everyday fits I ain't rich. Who else would say that? Everybody else is talking about I got on a thousand dollar shirt. He said, I got on a dirty t-shirt that I had on yesterday. Man, one of the realest dudes, man. Ain't too many that's like him, man. So, shout out, rest in peace to Shanti. Man, that's crazy. All these fucking rest in peace shout outs. And they all dying like Black Rob was 50 something, 52 or something like that. So, fuck. I guess it's better than getting shot. It's still sad to go out in your 50s, man. So. But, hey. That's why I tell people at the end of the show what I... That's why I say what I said at the end of the show. Because you gotta... You know, ain't none of this shit promised. So, in order to be here and have a good time while you're here, those are my suggestions that I will say for the end of the show. Um, what else? I just was thinking about this when on the 420 on the guilty verdict and how far we came from the George Chauvin. Because remember, we went from him smirk like kneeling and smirking, and like that shit was so bad that not only was people coming out, you know, white people coming out in protest and support, but white people was doing shit like quitting their jobs demanding more black people come in and, and work day jobs and shit like that. And some of it was very most of it actually was very commendable. But then I think about the one person who I think in the end got fucked over for giving up his job. And I know y'all are like, what the fuck you mean? He gave his job for a black person. That's good. And that is good. I'm glad he did that. But what I'm saying is, hear me out. You got the white guy doing Cleveland Browns voice on Family Guy. When this came up, when everybody was doing this sudden feel good about giving up their job, he was like, I give my job up to a black dude. Only for the black dude to do the voice exactly like him. Like, come on, man. I could have just kept my job. Y'all was going to use my same exact voice. Like, y'all can't write right into the script why my why Cleveland's voice changed I thought this was family guy they only say nothing when Meg's voice changed but whatever you know on to the news information 
We don't like safety violations. That's why we are here to ensure your safety. So push that stuff all the way beneath the seat. Ladies, that does include your purses, pocketbooks, handbags, etc. All the way underneath. And that includes Gucci bags. We don't care for the Gucci bag. It still goes underneath the seat. Especially if it's a fake Gucci bag. <laughs> basically allows drivers to run over protesters so what they're saying is we don't give a fuck who we put in jail who got shot who look you come down here blocking traffic and you get hit it's on you so they better hope they nip that shit in the bud and, and, and keep it in Oklahoma because you know, I, I mean, Oklahoma had their fair shares of fuck up, uh, uh, fuck ups, and so they know shit is coming. But all they saying is, you better do that shit on the sidewalk, because if you get hit, it's on you. So they might can't stop the protest, but they can literally curb them. So I just thought that was interesting to any of the Melmos who was considering going down there with your signs um, they coming they gonna find an excuse so you don't step foot in that motherfucking street and you can probably you, pro- you probably can protest while you're crossing the street as long as you're in between the lines of the crosswalk but uh, even still you got 15 seconds to talk that shit and you better be out that motherfucking street. You know how you, you know how like the panhandlers be walking in between the cars at the stoplight. You got about 15 seconds to get your point across. And they more the motherfuckers down in Oklahoma. So watch out. It is not a game. Uh-oh. In Arizona, speaking of fucked up states. dude trying to get back at his neighbor you know they say he got drunk and he's talking shit and being belligerent so when he came over so they you know told him to step and get the fuck on man he had enough he get mad and want to slash their tires and shit in the process of this cut off one of his fingers and now he's going to jail because that's like, you know, damaging uh, private property and all that shit. But I imagine when he cut his finger off, you know how mad you gotta be at a motherfucker to leave your severed finger on their driveway out of spite? I don't know what they did to him. 
but he probably thought in his head when he saw his finger hit the ground you know what let them clean it up what they say give him the finger I'm giving him the finger and he probably laughed and bled his ass to the house cause that's how they found him they followed the trail of blood to his house you know what I mean cause otherwise they would've never found it dude it's just been some you know nine finger motherfucker walking around you know thinking he got the last laugh but they caught his dumb ass so all that over why you trying to slash the tires who was he using how did you try to slash oh you know what he probably was using a folding knife and that bitch he probably had had it the wrong way trying to slash and that bitch folded on his ass and cut his fucking finger off like a fucking dummy you think finger bones is stronger than that but they not Motherfucker, you can cut the motherfuckers off. And this ain't so much news. It's just uh just interesting. But I didn't I didn't know where else to put it in the in the podcast. This lady said the lady now see her numbers are undisputed. Will Chamberlain claims to have fucked over ten thousand women in his playing career or in his life whatever whatever that's like I said that's still disputable people done did the math people done did try to do the amount of fucking he didn't had to do and, and over the time and when he had to start fucking to achieve this whatever this lady for sure on camera fucked 919 dudes in seven and a half hours she said catch is she said she was done she was done having fun after the first two hours so that means for five and a half hours she was laying there regretting this shit like like oh man first hour hell yeah keep it coming second hour this shit getting old third hour what the fuck have I gotten into by hour seven she probably was looking up and looking down the line. Like, how many more of these motherfuckers I got to go? He, I, I imagine at that point you numb. And they done put so much lube. You caked up with lube. You super numb. At this point, dudes is just... I, had to, I did the math. In order to fuck 919 dudes in seven and a half hours... That's point forty eight seconds per dude. So, depending on how big your dick is, you might not even got a whole stroke. I know it takes me longer than that to put my dick in. So if I only get point forty eight seconds, that means you putting your shit in and this a motherfucker pushing you out like go go go. That's it. Time up. Like goddamn, right? damn. So anyway, 0.48 seconds per dude, nine and a half hours. So she, she, she technically she, that she was like that was like a semantics record. Like yeah, she had sex with 919 dudes, but did she really have sex with 919 dudes? 919 dudes got to barely stick their dick in one time. 
So, 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 when you think about it, there's only 919 semi-strokes. So, because, like, we, when you hear she fucked 919 dudes, it sounds like her pussy took a super beating. But 919 strokes is a beating. But not as like a much as we're beating as you would think 919 dudes would put on you. But anyway, that's like I said, that wasn't news. I just, I just, it was just random information. I came across the lady talking about it, and I just, I don't know. Okay, this is news. Super fucked up news too. Why we talking about all these cop shootings and cop killings? While the dude didn't get killed, luckily, goddamn, because he tried. Dude got shot by the cop who had just dropped him off at the house. Said he had gave him a ride because his shit was stranded. Next thing you know, this same dude calling the police back. Had to call 911 on the motherfucker in his own house. Come outside, and they said. Specifically, cordless phone. His cordless phone they mistake for a gun. I shot this motherfucker nine like six times, some shit like that. Same motherfucker just dropped him off. Almost like he forgot to do something. Like you know, oh shit, I forgot to go. I forgot to shoot, dude. Like you leave, like you left your fucking uh, book bag in the house or some shit. Let me go. Let me go back to the house. But like I say, he survived. So, but the reason I say they specifically kept specifically kept kept saying he had a cordless phone, and I'm thinking 2021. Who still has a house phone? Coreless or otherwise. But did he really think it was a gun? What type of coreless phone? Now he might have thought it was some he might have thought it was a what could you think a cordless phone was? It got an antenna on the bitch. What time last time you seen a gun with an antenna on it? I don't know. Did he think that maybe he thought it was a a fencing a fencing sword? Just don't don't say you thought it was a gun. That's that's a terrible a terrible motherfucking excuse. But another motherfucker got shot by the police. But like I say, he, he gonna make it. Hopefully he's he not paralyzed like Jacob Blake. But I don't think they shot him in the back. Yeah, they shot him all in the front. So if he do make it, it's gonna be rough. It's gonna be rough, man. Let's let's break that. That was some heavy shit. Let's break that up with a word from my sponsor. How many times have you put up a RIP ribbon for your homeboy only to come back weeks later and it's been destroyed by nature or the environment? 
or a raccoon or a dog. Or even worse, you put up a RIP ribbon on a fence post and the ops tore it down. And now it's just shreds of ribbon material left on the fence and no one even knows what was going on in the first place. Well, we thought of this here at Tragitati and we came up with our own solution. That's right, the RIP ribbon. 100% biodegradable and dissolvable mesh paper ribbon made from one-third ply toilet paper. That's right, and it comes in eight different colors, so you can memorialize your dead homie from whatever set he was in. So, get yours today. The Rip Ribbon from the makers of Tragitetti. Alright, uh, that was our, our sponsor, uh, Rip Ribbons, from uh, the makers of Tragic Teddy. Uh, uh, dissolvable, uh, the you know, recyclable environmental ribbons. Uh, I, I guess the catch is, you know, most ribbons are made from like that ribbony type of ribbon paper. Well, these are made from like one third ply. Not even one third, like less than one third ply they just say one third because they didn't want to make it even less than that they didn't want to really admit that it's like point it's like point zero zero two one ply so you know that shit lasts for like two days and they just like disappear like a dandelion anyway um in in news back to the news a uber driver got attacked by this old lady and it was on video and you know she she was choking him and shit and I don't know didn't nobody want to say it out loud but she he basically was letting her cause it was an old lady especially when she started biting she was biting him and shit once she started like I get like you trying to get your lawsuit like she did she didn't did enough to get the lawsuit to, like you got it on everybody see her do it alright now you gonna get your lawsuit and then when she started biting you, that's when you're supposed to be like, all right, all right, get the fuck up off me. And then, you know, but he went, he, he went too far. And then he gonna call Uber and Uber, like, you know, he gonna say, Uber said we ain't, they ain't, can't do nothing about it. No, they ain't gonna do nothing about it. We all saw the tape. We all know what's happening. And then she gonna talk about, uh, I don't remember, I don't remember doing none of that shit. I don't know what happened. Trying to play crazy, but she... She crazy like a fox because she ain't try that shit on no bus. She didn't saw enough motherfuckers get fucking uppercutted on buses to know. Let me try to put my hands and let me try this weak ass choke shit on one of these bus drivers. No, she got away with that shit on him because he was he was looking for the loot too. He was looking for some money or something. That punk ass chokehold and he could literally could have removed her arm with one hand. He act like he had her in some type of MMA type police shit. Worst case scenario, hit her with one of those little punches, those little rabbit punches on the side of her head. She would have let go of me. I know that. And I would have got in trouble if I was an Uber person. They called an Uber. Like, uh, what did the Uber spokesperson say? He said I should have punched her in the motherfucking face. So, they ain't paying us. But they ain't paying me. I don't know. 
This is some bullshit. I don't, I don't know. I just know she knew to try that shit on. I knew she knew, she knew to get, she can get away with that shit. So, and she gonna get away with it because she played crazy. Everybody can play crazy at the right time. And then you play crazy to get off of, out of court. You play crazy to get in the front of the fucking roller coaster line. Motherfuckers know when to play crazy. Oh, this dude, and again, I don't know if this is news, but I mean, it's a video of it. So to me, as if it's a video of it, I could possibly mention it in the news segment of the show, just for for, for future reference. Anyway, this dude got hit in the head in the barbershop with a stick, not a bat, not a curtain rod. A stick, like a a good old-fashioned stick, and you can tell by the, the you know the aesthetics of this barber shop, and the cameraman followed the dude that hit the dude with the stick outside. It's a pretty, you know, it's not a, like a, a wooded area. It's a it's a very much urban area. Uh, so, not that it's not trees. I'm just saying this dude had this stick for a while. He, he didn't find this stick on the way to the barbershop. Especially when you he said, I've been waiting five years to hit you upside your head with this stick. Well, he, he said, I've been waiting five years, you know, to, to get you back or some shit. So, you know, I can imagine he didn't whittle the stick to a certain texture. He didn't fucking practice swinging the stick he got he knows stick trick you think motherfucking donatello was a motherfucker on ninja turtles wait till you see this motherfucker with this stick and you know he like that's another thing too you hit this dude in the head in the barber shop you put the barber in a compromising position because what if he also a customer either way it goes you're gonna lose a customer so you gotta figure out you gotta figure out which one i'm gonna lose who tip less because, and I think it was a dude who was cutting because I, he saw the dude coming with the stick, but he hit him so fast, he probably didn't have time to say, hey, this dude is coming to hit you with this stick. Because he didn't run, but he just had a, a pace about him where if you're not paying attention, you're you going to get hit with a stick. And, and I can tell that the bar was trying to keep his, you know, Relationship with doing the chair good, as opposed to the to the sticky or the sticker, he's trying to keep the sticky in good faith because he was giving him, you know, uh, he sprayed him some uh, some alcohol on the towel because you know you're gonna need something for the back of your head, and then he even hit him with the he even hit the line up one time with the uh, with the sheen, even because I mean. And you gotta get a dude some credit with the stick. Perfect timing. You wait till he got done with his haircut at least. Cause again, you get bust in the head with a stick mid haircut. Several reasons. You're not gonna be able to get your haircut finished. But I don't know. And the dude <laughs> the dude was so stunned after getting hit in the head with a stick. And then between the shock and, and the logic between getting hit in the head with the stick, I don't think the stick, 
the dude that swung the stick got anything to worry about. Because he, he was like, you know what? You know what? If you've been waiting five years to hit me with that stick, I probably deserve to get hit with that stick. I'm not even, I want to fight. You got that. And that was that, man. Ain't nobody I get shot nothing. You ain't gonna, I ain't hear no follow-up stories. I don't mind getting shot. You know, he just took his sticking. Uh, okay, this is cool. I don't understand who called the police. This is in the back. Actually, I don't understand who called the police in either case. I don't even know where to start. Okay. This dude who started a church or he go to a church start a church, go to a church, whatever. Because it's a non-religious church. So that means... Excuse me, man. Most two, two magics to do that. So, but that means... It's one of those bullshit, you know. You know, in respect to whatever they were, we were worshiping, but it's one of them bullshit churches that, you know, they just taking people money and all that shit. So, these motherfuckers selling what they call it, man. I had to write this shit down. Miracle Mineral Solution. And they say this shit cure. Not only do it cure COVID, it cure cancer. Motherfucking everything. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a it's, it cure autism. It cure everything. It's a mir- hence the name, you know, Miracle Solution. So, Catches they's making it in their backyard. FDA don't know nothing about it. But they kept making it. They made it to the point where they sold a million dollars worth of the shit. And that's what got the fed. Now they're getting fed charges. When they were just when they were selling, you know, just killing a hundred thousand dollars worth of motherfuckers, it wasn't no big deal. But that's another thing. New York Times say. They got two reports. Either it ain't got nobody sick or it got a few people sick. Either way it go, they made a million dollars off this shit. So I'm thinking it ain't get nobody sick. It ain't cure nobody. But it ain't get nobody sick. So why are they going to jail? Are they going to jail because other motherfuckers dumb? They going, okay, because they said it's bleach. They're basically selling bleach to people. But I mean, hey. If a million motherfuckers, a million dollars worth of motherfuckers done bought it, who you really mad at? Don't be mad at them for selling bleach. Be mad at motherfuckers for buying bleach. Well, shouldn't nobody go to jail? They going to jail. And in another case, or shouldn't nobody go to jail? Some dude in Japan got 35 girlfriends. Not, not thirty-five girls he fucking, which would also be impressive. Because to have thirty-five girls that you fucking simultaneously, well, not literally like at the same time, but to have thirty-five options is impressive as fuck. So I'm not mad at that. What I am mad at, who called the police on him? Because they said, oh, this is 35 girlfriends. He got 35 gifts coming on his birthday because he didn't told them 35 different birthdays. So I don't know what the problem is. If he got 35 birthdays on his real, 35 gifts on his real birthday 
from 35 girls. Who who called the police? Well, say one of the girls called the police when she found out that she wasn't the only girl and got him arrested for having 35 girlfriends. Say he only got $926 worth of gifts from the 35 girlfriend. So there's probably shit like phone cases. Not the phone, actually. Phone cases. Um, lanyards. All this type of shit. So why why is he going to jail? Because he got extra girls? At, at the same time, if they had that over here, where a girl could call and get somebody arrested because she wasn't the only one he was dealing with, oh man, wives would be in trouble. Because the side holes obviously the wives don't know because they're the wives so the side holes will be breaking all type of homes up and the wives will just be like what the fuck is going on why did my husband just get arrested because he lied to a girl about having another girl oh man so they need to nip that in the bud I'm not not I don't have another girl I don't I ain't cheated since 1998. Like Charlamagne be talking about, I ain't cheated since 2006. Well, I ain't cheated since 1998. How about that? Anyway, but if that's a law, that's what I'm saying. Again, they don't want these these side holes. The side holes is probably pushing for that shit. The side holes is lot. The side holes gonna be marching Washington like them, like 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 they trying to get like the fucking. Storming the Capitol. The side hole's gonna storm the Capitol. That's what's gonna happen. They find out about this. If they find out they can get a dude arrested for having more than one girl or lying to them about having another girl. That's why it's news. I don't see why everybody not talking about this. They tried to bury this shit. Then again? No. What I mean? What am I saying? Yes, bury this shit because. Again, I don't have no side holes, but I'm speaking for the married couples with side holes, with kids. I don't want to see that happen. Do y'all want to see that happen? Don't nobody want to see that happen. Don't nobody want to see the side holes win. Side holes going to win if this law get passed. That's what I'm saying. That's it. That's the news. Side holes are in the position to win. Alright, 
this week on that time, we're going to finish out the trilogy of the Yellow Lincoln. Uh, I told you about, uh, um, what the hell I told you about? Oh, the 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 lo- the lotus or whatever the fuck that was in the back window, and the fire that turned out to be on the windshield wipers. So here's where our story takes place. Our our final part of the trilogy picks up from where that left off. Now, since that fire has started right there and went out just as fast on its own, um, and the car started back up, we didn't think nothing of it. Until a couple of days later, we driving me and Tony, and was it me and Tony? Me and Tony, somebody was in the car. Cause like I said, I rarely went anywhere by myself, and um, now it's raining like a motherfucker. First it was raining a little bit, and I remember when we realized that the. Um, windshield wipers didn't work we went and got some windshield wiper shit to repel in case it rained and when it was raining lightly that shit was working what it does is it made the water bead up and roll down bead up roll down bead up roll down rain x so you really there you go i'm not even spotting not even sponsoring me and i'm shouting them out anyway so the shit rolled down, and um, and that's working. But now the rain is picking up. It's starting to get heavy and heavy. Where the fact where now, without no windshield wipers, I legit can't see out of the windshield. It's like I'm, it's blinding. It's kind of it's just buckets of rain coming down on on the fucking windshield without no windshield wipers to move that shit out the way. So, got one option left. Got to pull an Ace Ventura. And at the time, we coming from, probably coming from Taihee House. So, that means we're coming up 105. Definitely was coming up 105. And it was raining like a motherfucker. So, I'm hanging out the window, half out the window. And I have my eyes halfway open because it is raining hard and it's not like it just you know that rain rain water burn it's almost like chlorine especially if it's hitting your fucking eyes like that in the summertime and shit so I'm driving up 105 must have been about 10 minutes maybe not maybe somewhere between 5 and 10 minutes it took me to get home and then I mean I'm talking about by the time I got out not only was my neck and sh- my shirt and neck and shoulder area wet, but my whole front and damn near half and my back was wet, soaking wet. To my legs, everything was wet because that water was coming in crazy. But shout out to Ace Ventura for giving me the inspiration. Uh, he would he drove like that for fun, and I drove like that to fucking get home. Shout out to Hollywood. Shout out to Jim Carrey. That time I had to drive halfway out the window in a rainstorm because we burned the fucking windshield wipers on the yellow Lincoln.
Alright, this week on Puddle Track, the neighbor's son came up with another scam. Another hustle that actually I I can I really can't be mad. I'm I'm quite impressed. Listen. Uh, I was talking to the neighbor and his son got caught stealing deodorant knobs or selling deodorant knobs, which he was gonna get caught in and then so two days ago somebody broke into the CVS and stole all the knobs off the bottom of the deodorants. You know, so you can't twist them, you know, can't you know, you can't use them basically, you only can use them. you can't can't raise them up without the knob. And he know that. So apparently he figured somebody gonna have to buy the knobs from somewhere and he was trying to resell the knobs. They got his ass. comedy is slowly, slowly, slowly trying to make a comeback out here in L.A. Ain't came back to me yet. So, before COVID, it was comedy. Round of applause for all my likers, subscribers, followers, retweeters, tell other people about us, get somebody to listen to us, all of y'all that fuck with me, all the male moles, this applause is for you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, everybody, Mel Mo's, thank you. We came to another end of the show. I hope I didn't put too many people to sleep with my, my soothing, silky voice and these smooth backdrop, this smooth background music in the back. So, because uh, I've been told that my voice might put a couple people to sleep. So, I, if it did, I hope you woke up and you're catching up with the, Hold on, I'll give y'all a minute to catch up with the rest of us at the end, here at the end of the show. We ain't got nowhere to go. We chilling. We chilling. We made it to the end of the show. So, obviously, we got a little bit of time. Here, here they come. Here they come. All right. All right. What's up, y'all? Welcome. Welcome. Um, well, yeah. This was the anniversary show. That I forgot to do a couple shows ago, but here it is. Nothing special. No, no, no special segments or nothing like that. I probably just went a little longer 
than I probably normally would. Well, other than that, you know, you know, same shit. Uh, one more thing before I get out of here. Um, it's this problem um, that men and women have is it's a problem people have with their genitals, and I was, and it's just I was thinking about it, and you know, you got girls that got, you know. How should I put it? A little bit of extra room in the vaginal area. But then you got dudes that got a lot of room in their drawers, if you know what I mean. So I'm like, one is this a tricky situation because one is a little more obvious than the other. You a dude that one of these little tiny dick dudes, then you I mean you can see, you see you see that your shit don't hang past your balls or whatever the fuck you you know what's going on down there. You can't fake that. You can't you can't get one over on somebody. As soon as you get naked, as soon as they pull it out or touch it or whatever, the gig is up. Jig. Whatever it is, is up. But not with women, so it's just a little tricky. The, the, the women problem, that's which is the opposite of the man problem. You don't know until, for lack of a better word, it's too late. Cause you in there, and you like fuck. This ain't gonna go my way. Now it could be you, it could be her, but all you know is the feeling that you used to when you normally do that ain't the feeling that you getting. That's what we do know. What you gonna do? It's tough, man. And like I say, the dudes that go through their little issue, they know. But the girls have no idea. They walking around, you know. There's nothing to alert you. They don't have like nothing over. They don't have like an over-the-counter gauge, grip gauge, no shit like that. So I don't know, man. I don't know. It's just a, I guess it's a problem that you don't know until you. Until it's literally too late. Until, I mean, man, you got a decision to make. As far as, you know, after that, this incident. Are we going to recreate this incident? Or uh, what do you say? Because it could be you. So what do you say? I don't know. It's a tricky situation that I'm glad... Me or my lady don't have to go through. So, and I know that's a lot. That's a lot. Man, these last couple of episodes been real heavy on the sex talk. But, hey, man, we a year into this. So, you got to, we, you know, we family by now. For this, we, you know, we close friends. We close knit. So, this kind of shit I talk about my male modes from time to time. But, anyway, I'm going to wrap it up right there. And I just want to remind everybody again. Like I've been doing apparently for over a year now. Fucking do unto others 
really, really, really see yourself in somebody else's situation. You know, do what you can to, you know, treat a motherfucker how you want to be treated. I know it's hard. I know it's hard. But you have to try to do it, man. Because I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I don't get on here and talk that shit for nothing. It make you sleep better. You treat a motherfucker the way you want to be treated. And then as far as letting, you know, serenity press shit, you know, control what you can control and, you know, letting everything else, you know, do what it's going to do. All that shit don't take shit personal. All that shit really, really, really helps. And most importantly, count your blessings. That shit helps. And if nothing else, the most cliche phrase ever, it could be worse. It really could, motherfuckers. <laughs> Man, tell me, you better look around. So count your blessings and realize it could be worse if nothing else. You will tighten your shit up, man, and make your day that much better. So, that's it. One year down, we got shout-out to my 14 average weekly listeners. Uh, shout-out to every all my newest listeners, uh, co-workers, other comics, Anybody who told me they was going to start listening to this shit in the last couple of weeks or days, appreciate y'all, man. I hope y'all are uh, happy with y'all decision. You know, if, you know, tell the motherfucker to tell the motherfucker, and that's how we grow, man. And you're into this, like I say, 14 average point. Like, if that's points per game, that's how I'm looking at it. If I'm averaging 14 points a game, I might not be an all-star, but you're going to respect my game. So I'm going to leave it at that. Till next week, we out. I mean, uh, go Browns. Be safe. We out. Cleveland, this is for you.